The Jacksonville Jaguars select Lawrence. Back left corner of the end zone for Amari Rodgers, and they do it again. Another Clemson touchdown. Welcome into this week's edition of TrevorCast. Certainly appreciate it, Hayes Carline, along with Matt Hayes and Graham Marsh, as we are now into, geez, the the fourth episode of Trevor Cast, and we've so far we've we've talked to an opposing coach, we've talked to a teammate, we've talked to an NFL offensive coordinator, and Charlie Weiss about Trevor Lawrence. Now we wanted to get a front office perspective. So uh, today we're going to be joined by Randy Mueller, uh, the 2000 NFL Executive of the Year. Randy was uh, a general manager for New Orleans and Miami, also worked uh, with the Chargers and Seahawks. Uh, So he's going to really provide us with a front office scouting perspective on Trevor Lawrence, and uh, and we're certainly looking forward to that. Matt, how are you? I'm doing well, Hayes. I I think the most revealing part about this was that uh, Randy did what you would expect out of a front office guy. A lot of caveats. A lot of, yeah, he's got this, but you never know, which is always one of those, you know, you look at the history of the quarterbacks in the draft, it's a 50-50, you know, possibility typically, you know, whether you hit or miss. And and I think Randy still has that GM mentality in his head where he's thinking, yeah, he's got everything you you like in a quarterback, um, but, you know, there are things he could could improve on. Or, but, don't forget, this could happen or that could happen. It's a, I think it's a very revealing interview because – so far, what we've had are just coaches and a player who have just said it's ridiculous how good this kid is. You know, Darian Rancher said when Trevor Lawrence is on the field, you feel at peace. Um, you know, and and I I think you hear things like that, and it's kind of good to hear something from a front office perspective where they pull back a little bit. They pull back a little bit, and they kind of give you a little reality of what could be. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, we're very uh, lucky. This uh, uh, Trevor Cast is sponsored by our good friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac. If you're looking for a, a vehicle, uh, head over there and uh, talk to them. Great people at Claude Nolan Cadillac. We certainly appreciate uh, them sponsoring the Trevor Cast. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it was. I, I enjoyed it because Randy is like you're saying. Randy is. He's not going to be open to hyperbole. That's uh, that's poison in NFL front offices. I mean they they. And so I like the fact that, you know, he talks about things that Trevor needs to work on, but I also found it interesting because you'll you'll find himself sort of, he still says things that if you just laid it out in like print, if you were interviewing and then wrote a story, right. you'd have some quotes that are pretty, that get you pretty fired up about Trevor Lawrence being the Jaguars <laughs> quarterback. Um, but but you can tell in, in how he's talking in his tone that um, – that you know he's not doing the cartwheels necessarily that that we're all doing, but uh, it w- it was a lot of fun. We really appreciate Randy's time, um, and uh, uh, he has a, a newsletter too, MuellerFootball.com. I, I would encourage you guys to check it out uh, if uh, if you're looking for his perspective on all things NFL. But uh, we really appreciate Randy Mueller's time, and and here is our interview. Thank you to Randy Mueller for joining us here. Uh, Randy was the NFL Executive of the Year in 2000, ample front office experience, and now writes an outstanding newsletter that you can find at MuellerFootball.com. Randy, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, good to be with you guys. Really appreciate the time. All right, well, 
we're just going to start from the very top. What do you think of Trevor Lawrence? Is he generational? And what's the gap, if any, in your opinion, from Trevor Lawrence to the rest of this draft class, Randy? Well, you used some big words there. I don't know about generational. I wish, <laughs> I wish, I wish I had that much foresight. That's for sure. But I'll say this: Trevor Lawrence is a good player. Um, I like him a lot. I think the Jaguars are very fortunate to have the first pick in the year that he's coming out. I mean, you're talking about a guy who has all the physical traits you're looking for. There's a couple things that he'll need to improve on, but for the most part, you may go 20 years and not find a guy that's 6'5", 230, can run like he can and make all the throws. So there is a lot to be excited about if I'm a Jaguar fan. As far as what separates him from the field, I think the biggest thing is I think the amount of upside there is with a guy like Trevor Lawrence is is uh, quite a bit more than the rest of the field. Uh, it, for me, Zach Wilson is the second guy, but I think because of Zach's mm, size, um, physicality of the NFL, Trevor Lawrence is, is the guy who has the biggest upside. I think there are things he's going to have to work out, but I think there's a fair amount of difference between him and, and Zach Wilson and, and the rest of these guys just based on uh, the film that I've seen. And uh, going forward, it's never a crystal ball, but I like his chances. I like Trevor Lawrence's chances of being successful in Jacksonville. Hey, Randy, as a general manager, how difficult is it when you're sitting down there a, a, you know, a week or two before the draft day and, and you're getting all these offers for this pick? Um, and, and how difficult is it to believe in what you've seen, what you've, what your scouts have told you? You know, you've gone over things and and not say, okay, maybe we should trade this thing. Well, it's definitely a process that has started a long time ago. So you've had plenty of time to get your ducks lined up. I always felt like being an evaluator by trade and having come up through the business like I did gave me a little bit of an advantage. Because at the end of the day, although we built consensus by listening to everybody's opinion, I knew what I saw on film. So I could always fall back to the fact that I see it, I understand it, I get it. I don't have to depend on what anybody else has said for me to make this decision. I think that's the biggest thing that, that I always thought was an ace in the hole. I think you have to listen to every bit of information from other teams. I think you've also got to tune out a lot of information you may get in the media and the noise, so to speak. I even to this day tune out a lot of that stuff because there's different agendas at work. You have agents, you have media outlets, you have everybody working with a different agenda. So you need to filter in the information that makes, not necessarily makes sense, but that the agenda isn't affecting what you hear. Randy, you said something really interesting that he'll have things that, that you can see that he'll need to improve upon. Can you elaborate on what you see or, or, areas of concern with Trevor Lawrence as he enters the NFL? Well, I don't have a ton of concern, but I do I do think you have to factor in the offense that he ran at Clemson, the amount that they put on him to process or not, and there are some things that he's going to have to get better. He's going to have to expand his mind. He's going to have to process more information. He, he will make some bad decisions at times at Clemson, and it's usually when pressure is on him, it forces him to speed up his decision making and that just comes with he hasn't had he hasn't been under the gun a lot let's face it Clemson's better than everybody they played for the most part so he isn't pressured a lot I got news for you in the NFL he can get pressured every Sunday and his decision making will have to be sped up 
But he, the good news is he has all the physical tools to do this. He's going to have to process the information um, post-snap, pre-snap, uh, all through the whole process. And, and again, you'll never know some of that information until he's under the gun on Sundays against NFL competition. Randy, with the league going more toward RPO stuff, um, principles of it, and, and, and you know, Trevor comes into this situation where Urban has done a lot of that as a college coach. Um, he's got some. He's got his now his offensive coordinator and his quarterbacks coach have done a little bit of it in the NFL. Do you move more towards that on offense? Of let's give him more of what he knows, let him soak that up, and then we'll move from there. I think you definitely can. I think that's an advantage that the Jaguars will use if they end up picking this kid. I think that gives him time to perfect some of the other second and third level pocket passing characteristics that he just hasn't been exposed to at Ohio State. I do think there's one thing, though, if they do develop and use the RPO-based system, the kid's going to have to protect his body a little bit because those guys that are chasing you are bigger, faster, stronger, more powerful than he's being hit with on a weekly basis in college. So I see him taking some shots when you watch it on tape. He's going to have to do a better job to, 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 to prepare to save his body week to week and live to fight another day, so to speak. Randy, what did you make out of Trevor's pro day, and and what was your opinion of how Urban Meyer uh, elected to handle it in terms of where he was and 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 how much of a presence uh, he seemed to have at, at Trevor Lawrence's pro day? Yeah, it didn't really matter to me. I didn't I didn't read anything into the pro day that I didn't already glean from watching tape. You kind of have an idea. Um, not kind of. You you have a definite idea and picture of what a guy can do. It does help to see him throw live but most of the scouts most of the decision makers saw him throw live in game situations they were at games so or at practice at Clemson prior to this year as far as Urban Meyer's presence you know I don't know it, it doesn't really matter to me Urban is, is um, feeling his way in a new job as well I think he'll find that being out front all the time isn't always the place to be but he did it in this case because I think he has to make an investment for the future and it's the biggest decision up until now the franchise has to make so he wanted to see certain things he wanted uh, to get certain things from the pro day whether it was a route or a drop or something instructional that he had trevor then regurgitate back to him on the next rep there's reason for him to be involved but it really doesn't really have a lot to do with my evaluation that's for sure so, Randy, in all years in the NFL, what, what's the most difficult thing for a quarterback to adjust to? A young quarterback, when he when you know when he finally gets on the field in the NFL, I think for one, it's the speed of the game, and you hear that a lot, but it is a fact. And the the other thing is the ball has to come out. These guys are used to hanging onto the ball and deciding late in the down where it's going to go. They don't have that option in the pros very often. The ball needs to come out. So we used to do drills with them. Um, where we hand them the ball just to see how quickly they could get it out of their hands, sometimes even without grabbing the thread. You want to see them possess it and get it out quickly. So that's the big thing is the speed of the game and how quick you got to get back in your drop and get rid of the ball. Randy, you did such an outstanding job as a, as a general manager in this league. Can you talk about the advantage that the Jaguars have in terms of Trevor Lawrence and how small his cap number will be on this rookie contract compared to the elite starting quarterbacks in this league? And how does that help you then build the best roster around him? Oh, it's it's an unbelievable advantage. There's no doubt about it. I think that the statistics bear it out. Nobody's won a Super Bowl with a quarterback making, what is it, more than 18% or 
13% of the salary cap, so to speak. So, yes, you have to have a quarterback, but you've got to have a team around him as well. The thing that this does is if they pick this kid, in my opinion, they have a top 10 NFL talent already, and they have really four or five years to build around it. Not only that, in this year of COVID and the cap restrictions that teams are going to have, there's going to be more players, and we're already seeing it, more players available on the market right now right. for teams that have cap money than ever before. So if they're doing their homework, if they're doing things right in Jacksonville, they're going to be able to retool their whole team quickly. And that's a giant advantage as well. So they're going to get their quarterback, but they're going to get better in a lot of other areas too. I think them and the Jets both stand a chance to take their teams from last to first, so to speak, in a quick fashion, quicker than any any time time window we've had to rebuild or retooled in the league. It's almost like the perfect storm for both those guys. Randy, yeah. uh, to that end, w- w- and you're, if you're the GM here, what are you doing first for Trevor? Are you protecting him? Or are you getting more weapons on the outside? What, what are you doing? Well, I'm doing two things. One, I am upgrading both on offense and defense up front. I think it's all about the teams that win in this league can, can control the pass rush and, and keep the quarterback upright and they can press the line of scrimmage on defense. So that is not going to be different than what Urban Meyer did at Ohio State. They had more big cats than any place in the league. That's why these teams win. That's why Alabama wins. That's why all these you know, college programs that are perennially good, they're good because they have big guys. And the other thing is they have to add speed. So big guys and speed are the two things I'm looking to, to retool, and, and you can't get enough of those. And whether you use that, uh, on offense or defense, doesn't really matter, but you've got to find a couple guys that can run, and you've got to have big people and build depth on both sides of the ball. Randy, another potential advantage I wanted to ask you about for the Jaguars is let's say they have decided that they're taking Trevor Lawrence at one. Does it still make sense for them to invest a lot of man hours in uh, coming up with a grade on Wilson, Lance, Fields, and Mac Jones, or do you take those that that those manpower hours and devote them to other areas to to kind of get more of a complete draft picture as you go into it? Well, I think you've got to do your due diligence on those guys. What's to say that you don't get some crazy offer uh, that allows you to drop back a spot or two and you have to have sorted those other guys out and found how much of a gap there really is. I don't think there's four or five quarterbacks in the first round that are going to play in the NFL, but there might be two or three. So I would definitely invest time and manpower in that. The other thing is, and I think they have to do this as their due diligence is they got to kind of monitor what's going on in Houston too. That's the one place that if I'm Houston, if I'm willing to at some point move to Sean Watson, the first call I make is probably to Jacksonville. So they've got to have thought through that scenario and talk that at nauseum as well and invested time, effort, in everything into evaluating Deshaun Watson and what that does for their options as well. Yeah, that's a great point. Now, that's what I was going to ask you about to elaborate on that. What, in your opinion, would be a crazy offer that Urban Meyer would have to listen to? Well, I think most in our league would pick Deshaun Watson over this kid right now. Whether that's the, the long-term um, net effect, I don't know. But I think Deshaun Watson signed for five or six years at contract numbers that aren't bad the first couple of years, I think advances their cause the next two or three years for sure in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence might advance their cause for the next 10 more, but it definitely has to be discussed. I, I don't know 
what you're referring to, but who has to give more if a swap of those two spots or, or players are on the table? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it'll be fascinating to see what, what Houston elects to do. Okay, we really appreciate your time. Final question, Would you? is there any benefit in telling Trevor and his camp, not publicly, but is there any benefit in the Jaguars telling Trevor that he is the pick? And if so, when do you think that could happen? I don't think there's any benefit in that at all. In fact, I always like to use the process as part of the process. So I would continue to gather. I would continue to kind of stress this kid, put him under the gun as many ways as you can. It's harder now in the COVID era to, to have these face-to-face meetings, but I would try to gain as much of an advantage by picking his brain, by learning um, with him, not knowing the end result of it. I just think you can test them. You can come up with all kinds of scenarios where you can glean little bits of information differently if there's some doubt in that kid's mind where he's going to go. Fantastic. Well, Randy, we certainly appreciate your help. Uh, this was uh, this was awesome, and uh, you know, best of luck to you. And, and again, uh, fans, find him on Twitter, Randy Mueller, a former NFL executive of the year. Randy, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, guys. I enjoyed it. All right, take care, Randy. Thank you for your time. You're listening to the 1010XL TrevorCast, brought to you by our friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. Really appreciate Randy Mueller's time, and once again, appreciate our good friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac sponsoring the TrevorCast again. If you're looking for a vehicle, head over there. They'll treat you right. Great people at Claude Nolan Cadillac, and thank you so much uh, for uh, for sponsoring the TrevorCast. Well, uh, I'm fired up. I mean, Randy, again, we talked about tone. He doesn't want to, you know, he's, he, he can tell that, that he wants to kind of keep it in the in the in the lane. Um, you know, you know how I am, Matt. I've been all, I've been anything but in the lane with Trevor. I've, I'm driving all over the road. I'm so excited You're that he's board. here. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think he's going to be great, but you hear him say things like, you know, there, the Jaguars are fortunate to have the first pick because you could go 20 years without seeing a quarterback with this size, arm and speed. And, and you hear him say that, you know, he believes there's a chance Trevor Lawrence is a top 10 NFL talent already at the position right it, which is um, it's just phenomenal to even think about that you know it's it's interesting for my job is a lot of times I will talk to NFL scouts um, and they'll tell me things off the record and I'll use that in stories I'm writing and for the most part they're either just effusive effusive in their praise or they hold back a little bit but you can see when they praise a guy they're like yeah yeah, yeah. I can see them going into their meeting you know at, at, with, the, with the front office people with the pro personnel guy with the general manager this guy's X, Y, and Z, and you can't just to be to have the due diligence. You can't just jump all in on that. You can't go in the deep end, and I think that's where Randy is right now. He doesn't want to go in the deep end. He sees it's very safe in the deep end right now. He sees it looks good, the water's cool, everything's great, but he's not jumping in yet. And I think that's where he is right now. And that's I, every time I talk to a scout, they always say, "Yeah, well, this is what I think to it." Once we get to the table, it changes dramatically. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. And uh, you know, I thought he was uh, he was good on the other things like the Urban Pro Day. You know, I thought that was I put a lot of weight into that. Randy Mueller really didn't. You know, he he was like, well, you know, it didn't it doesn't affect me. It, you know, which I thought was interesting. So again, hearing that more measured front office perspective, um, you know, was good not just on Trevor's talent, but on you know on a on a variety of issues. And and again, doing the due diligence on every other quarterback because right. you don't know. I did think it was interesting when we talked about 
what would be the crazy offer that you would consider? And he he kind of immediately went to Deshaun Watson, which I don't. There's no chance that happens. Right. You, you, you're not going to see Deshaun Watson trade within the division, and you're not going to see more importantly the Jaguars trade the rights to Urban Meyer to to a team they have to play twice a year. So that's not going to happen. So I thought it was interesting that he couldn't get to a a point outside of Deshaun Watson that he could consider a, the crazy deal, which again I think just speaks to the fact oh, that yeah. uh you know it, it's this is a generational it, player. Yeah, it would take yeah. something remarkable um to get the Jaguars to move out of that spot. And um yeah I, I don't I don't see that happening. But um but yeah that was a lot of fun. Really appreciate uh Randy Mueller. Next week I'm really excited. Mac Brown, tell yeah. us a little bit about yeah. that. Uh Mac Brown, the coach at North Carolina, former coach of Texas I uh, won a national title with Texas. Coached some elite quarterbacks, including Vince Young um, and Chris Sims. And he kind of explains to us uh, the it factor. We hear about it all the time. What is it? What's the it factor? He kind of breaks it down and explains what it is, how you get it, how it gets there, and and how it, it can basically get into your team and everybody follows. Great stuff. That's Matt Hayes. I'm Hayes Carline. Thanks to Graham Marsh for uh, making it all happen. Uh, This has been the Trevor Cast. We certainly appreciate you taking the time to listen to it. And once again, we appreciate our good friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac for sponsoring it. Claude Nolan Cadillac, if you're looking for a vehicle, go over, head over and see them. Great people. They'll take great care of you. This has been Trevor Cast on 1010XL.com. We will talk to you next week.